Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Bromance at a Glance. We have a very exciting episode today because we have a special guest host. I'm your host, Bridget, and with me is my co-host, Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. Hi, Bridget. I am so good because today we have with us our favorite person in the world, Juliet. Hey, Juliet. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. I am so excited. You guys, I've been friends with Juliet for a long, long time, and I've been like, you know, you should come on the podcast, but just more casually. And she's like, yeah, I totally should. And then, you know, life like just keeps happening. And I was like, it's fucking happening. Choose a book. Here are your two options. Get your ass on our podcast. So I'm very <laughs> yep. excited uh, because today we're talking royalty romance, also single dad romance, widow nanny trope, a Northern mm. King by Karina Hale. Hi, Juliet. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be on this show. As What is this, my <laughs> debut episode? I'm going to say debut. it's debut. Because I'm going to be back. Yeah. I'll be back. Not your last, though, Juliet. Not your yeah. last. No, I hope you come over and over. Um, tell us a little bit about what your thoughts were about the book before reading it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Jacket... Um, uh, first impressions. I was like, yes, God. For anybody that's looking at this book, <laughs> this dude who's sitting pretty on the jacket, I'll just open it up right here. I was like, look at that smoldering guy in front of the sea. Um, also, Nordic King, I was like, that, all right. I've, I've thought that he would be a little bit blonder, but that's fine. But listen, you put Nordic in front of any, any book title and I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Are we talking about like Nordic gods? Yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll read this. Yeah, I was very I excited to get into this book. I actually, like, when Bridget told me the title before I ever saw the cover, and I, I'm i with you in that I had a different image of, like, what the cover would look like or feel like um, than this. Like, this, like, I love I love a shirtless person on a cover with, with a nice body, um, so I'm not going to say I'm mad at that. Um, but I definitely pictured something a little, I don't know, a little more Nordic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how else to say that. Also, the well, cover- he is from Denmark. He's not from yes. Sweden. Right. Yes. We find that yes, out later. Is. Yes. Yeah. But, but also, like, the cover doesn't give me anything that makes me feel that way. It just looks like a dude on the beach, and it could be my neighbor. So, like... I guess that's the I kind of want got a hot ass neighbor man I'm coming to your house Jesus <laughs> I mean li- listen where do you live I liked I thought the colors I thought the colors were beautiful the, the smolder he had the smolder going on I liked, I liked the color I agree yeah. it doesn't really tell me much because it's like a beach and I'm like there's not a lot of beaches in yeah this North could be Malibu Brad. Brad. this, this yeah. book could have been called Malibu Brad and I would have been like oh yeah Malibu Brad okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah while it's, while it's nice I just don't think it tells me like what my, I'm getting into my, my initial impression based off of the, the title and the, the, the dude in front of the, the ocean I was like we're talking a period piece so I'm like, we're going back in time and also maybe like a Nordic pirate because of the beach. Like that's what I thought we were getting into, which is why when Bridget was like, choose from these books, I was like, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the blonde pirate. I was um, taking a pirate. I love pirates. Love me a pirate. Me you a guys, pirate. I did send her a description also. I didn't say she anything did. about pirates. No, she didn't. Period. It was like, it was like royalty <laughs> nanny trope. And I was like, okay, we're still going back in time. We didn't go back in time. It is current. It is modern day. Uh, See, I'm not the only one. My favorite thing is that Julie Julia chose the one that she thought was going to be more smutty because she saw the two covers and she's like, "Well, obviously we're going with this one. It seems more smutty than that one." Jokes on you, jokes are the other one was smuttier. I heard <laughs> that's what I heard. Which one? Wait, which is the one that's more smutty? Because I am done with this book. 
So I'm going to read another one. <laughs> it's not super, super smutty, but I will. I think Marriage of Inconvenience has more sex in it than this book does. Okay. More tension building. Um, but but, 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 be coming but neither of those. Neither of those. You don't think like, so, Shani? You disagree? I She's making a face I, at me. I mean, I, I thought this one had more sex that I liked than The Marriage of Inconvenience. Okay. Well, that one was a good book. Four stars. But this one had more sex that I was like, yeah. Put her up on okay. that there. That's true. This one is definitely a little more primal. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. I, you know what I shit. think it is? Primal's my shit. You're, you're probably right. And also, I think it's because I just thought this book was going to be like five chili peppers, like just dripping off the pages. Like yeah. I thought this book when I went into it was going to be like, first of all, it's a boss employee trope. We've, we, we sort of merged boss employee and royalty romance into one. You're welcome. And <laughs> I thought there was going to be a little more power dynamic I thought there was going to be a little more, like, kinkery, you know, like, like he's a royal. Come on. They're yeah. all, they all got to be crazy, right? Come on. That's this one has a lot. Or, dungeon or some shit. What's happening here? You know, yeah, this funny. one had a lot of plot. Yeah, I, I wish, I think that's what I want from the cover, right? Because he's a king. And I want that power. I want to feel that power on the cover of the book. And and Malibu Brad yeah. doesn't give me that power. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's... <laughs> right. Listen, if I were to change these I'm going to title this episode Malibu Brad, the Nordic King The Nordic (laughs) King If I were to change this cover, I would have taken Malibu Brad, placed him in a bespoke suit that is opened down to like his belly button sitting sitting in like like a leather bound chair in like a throne room or like yes. something yes. Yeah. but like yeah. like that's what I would have like oh he's we're, we're talking more businessy bossy type here yeah. got it I'm like right. maybe yeah. looking yeah. down at us as the audience mm-hmm. yes yes maybe he'll appear alright you guys well before we get too far into it uh, I think it's time to get this shit popping because we got yeah. obviously things to say romance at a glance uh-huh. romance at a glance romance at a glance go ahead girl Okay, you guys, we're talking A Nordic King by Karina Hale. It is book number three of the Nordic Royals. Like I said, it's royalty romance, billionaire romance, single dad romance, widow nanny tropes, boss employee tropes. There's a lot of things going on in this book. Shani, tell us a little bit about the narrator. Ooh, our narrators are Stephanie Wiles and Jeremy York, who I think were solid narrators. I barely noticed them. I actually had to think about it. So uh, solid, solid performance, (laughs) y'all. Oh, hooray. I feel like you've had two bad narrators in a row, so I'm so happy to hear this. <laughs> I know. Actually, I haven't had a bad narrator in a while, and then I had two in a row that I was like, how did you ruin this book for me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm excited for you. All right, dear listeners, uh, I'm going to hit you with the synopsis, and then we're going to ask Juliet her thoughts. So we have a widowed father of two little princesses, because it turns out that he is King Axel of Denmark, and a beautiful nanny, Aurora James. He's hired to raise them against his wishes. It was his aunt's idea. Hashtag matchmaking. She crushed it. And it's a forbidden romance, unlike any other, because obviously kings should not be diddling their nannies. Um, also, she's from Australia. Just a fun fact, because it becomes part of the story later. Uh, you mentioned this in the intro, Julie. Ed, and I will say that it did feel quite plot heavy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. There was a, a lot of plot. A lot of plot. There's a lot of plot in this book. And there were a lot, like, sometimes I feel like there's, like, uh, like, it feels like there has to be, like, one big thing 
for the main MC, one big thing for the other main MC. And sometimes I'm like, it's okay if one person has the big thing and the other person has like a little thing. But both characters had extremely large things. His was that his uh, he's a widow and his wife who was the queen and her butler were fucking behind his back and they got into a horrendous car crash and she died. So that's his thing. But they blamed it on the butler. Yeah, the king the king had been driving, the butler distracted the king. The king Right. The 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 queen was in the backseat, she didn't have the the seatbelt on, and then Big Bang Boom dead. Yes. And then her big thing, which you find out much later towards the end of the book, is that she changed her name after her, like at 18 or whatever, and ran away from her small town in the outback where she had been getting into trouble and gotten mixed up with this older dude who sort of definitely groomed her and took her around to some crime sprees. And then she eventually moved to Europe and has been nannying ever since. And then that all comes out. Because obviously, if you're dating a royal person or working for a royal family, someone is going to find out about your past because that's how investigation works. Um, It just felt like it was a lot of big things. Because then there's also like the dead mom, the girls getting over that, him getting over the dead mom. Like, like there's just a lot. There's a lot of things. It also felt it also felt like they were out of of not so much out of order but like you like you said her thing came in late in the game her thing came in like so third late. quarter and i was like yeah. wait what because she, it was like i won't go back to being the person that i was and like she's talking about it to the audience and i was like wait did i miss something and i actually had to like go back and be like did i miss the big thing no it got inter- it introduced in in like third quarter in um yeah. basketball terms yeah yes I uh, yes. I agree because I had to do the same thing. I said, "What now?" Uh, mm-hmm. what was <laughs> like, I, did, I did not know what was happening exactly um, when that when that happened. Um, and I agree wholeheartedly that I that the these backstories were were so unnecessary for me uh, in the story. Like the story could have started with the fact that the mom was dead and we were in the action and, and the truth could have still been coming out later that he, that he had been in the car and whatever. We could have still found that out without having to have experienced the, the thing with him. Like yeah. I was, I was like, I don't know why that yeah. also you're employing the guy who was sleeping with your wife and, and whatever you're yeah. like, I don't know, be a boss, have him killed. I don't know. But it just, I know like, you're a king. Have that man murdered. Yeah. Put some poison in his <laughs> soup. So he he feels guilty that he killed his wife in this car accident, yeah. or that she died in the car accident. And the butler t- sort of takes the fall, but he hires the butler to be his official secretary. And I'm like, you can pay him a salary and farm that motherfucker out to another palace where you never see him again. Yeah, Why exactly. is he working with you personally day after day? That makes no sense. And also like maybe we're not supposed to talk about it in modern terms but like have him murdered i don't understand at all or like have him disappear have all have evidence that he could have, like, jeffrey epstein that fool i don't <laughs> care i don't know why he was in the castle you should not have been there yes, at all. yeah but also, like the only reason honestly the only reason he was was because he was like the vehicle for her information coming out because he's a bad dude you find out at the beginning he's a bad dude he goes into her room steals her journal and he's a bad dude so he sells her story to why she would have written about that in her journal makes no fucking sense but anyways um so also he, how, how, long, says, how you know, big is her journal 
Like that happened what, right. 10 I'm like, years is ago? it going back eight yes. years? Yeah, I'm like, is this a shorter. is this a big old thick ass book <laughs> journal? I thought I assumed it was a notebook because he talks about how it's a notebook. Yeah. And I was like, and then they yeah. kind of like like our 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 author definitely was like, oh, I only write in it every so often. And I'm like, okay, yes, at least there. every yes. So there's yeah. lots of entries, but they're only months apart. So that yeah. feels right. That actually feels right to me because I always try to like be a person who journals, and I never can. Yeah. And so I'll write like every day for like four days then i'll skip a few then i'll write once and i'll skip a few weeks and i'll write again and i'll skip a few months oh, i've again. got years years in between yeah. I, I so i like understand it but at the same time i'm like <laughs> and also it's modern yeah, times makes- and like you didn't like take a voice now yes. <laughs> but also but also like every i mean i have i have journals but all my journals have locks on them even if they're basic a basic little lock on it right like i don't just oh, i don't mine just would, mine wouldn't you have trust issues from your childhood and your mom no, shiny mine no, would never it, have a lock first of all first of all my mom absolutely read my read my diary completely and then confronted me about what i had written but that is a story Ooh. for for another day and another trauma yeah but but, but I, I think it has more to do with the fact that i like rituals um, and I like uh, the pomp and circumstance of the lock on the journal. It's, it has more to do with like, mm-hmm. it feels like a journal. It feels like a diary when it has a lock. Like that's just like yeah. a childhood yeah. feel type, type of thing. So but like, also here's, here's my thing about those. Like are, I never leave, I never left my journal just like hanging out, out on my never. desk. It was never. hidden under lock and key and somewhere. Would- would yeah. you ever use the same journal you write personal deep feelings in to take notes? No, no it's a never. separate journal. Totally. No. It's I'm, a separate like, I'm like, Aurora, you be dumb. Okay. Like you deserve yeah. this. Yeah. And then the you king. deserve some of the rifle through your personal <laughs> shit. And then the king you found. You have a lock on your door in the castle. <laughs> the king found him in her room or whatever, or like found out he had been in her room and didn't do nothing about it. And he didn't tell her. And, yeah. oh, and nothing changed. And I was like, bro, you have a snake in the grass yeah. and you're not on top of that snake. Like you're not I just, know. you know what I mean? Like the point, the point of keeping your enemy close is so that you can watch them, but he wasn't yeah. watching. What, he, why he is he there? Yeah. yeah. Also I, to, to take I, it back I, to I, the I, beginning, why did we have to lie in the first yeah. place? Why couldn't the King just be like, yeah, I was driving I, and yeah. I killed my wife. Like, like the national sympathy would have been I, off the, I think off, because, off the yeah. There was like a, a few sentences about how she was beloved and he wasn't, and he was worried about the reaction of like the girls to the press, like when they found out and stuff, I think was his like justification for that. But yeah, it didn't really make sense. Um, yeah, I, like here's my thing. Okay, so getting aside from the fact that there's a lot of plot buildup at the very beginning, so it felt like it took a really long time for them to start flirting. Like, I feel like when he's like comes up to her and he's like, you need to have a uniform. And so she buys like short skirts and blouses. And I was like, okay, okay. See what you're doing. Okay. I'm starting to, I feel it. And he's like getting mad that she's, you know, like has obeyed his rule, but also like clearly thrown it in his face. Yeah. I wanted there to like much faster be some inappropriate conduct. And I understand the author, like, her previous posting that dad was like you know creepy and always hitting on her so i understand like since you added that in instead of just saying her posting ended since you added in he was creepy now exactly. the new guy can't creep on her but i want him to creep on her i want him to stare at her i yeah. want him to like 
maybe touch her back or maybe help her into the car. Because yeah. we had like, that moment. We had that moment where she falls long. into his arms. She yeah. falls into his arms at one yes. moment. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Those things going to brush up on them titties. But like, it, do- yes. it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. And then, yeah, she had the previous posting with the creeper. And I was like, unnecessary. Yeah. Because I'm yes. over here like anxiously Dude. awaiting yeah. something similar to your dad will do, which thank you, Garrett, very much for yeah. introducing that to me. <laughs> because holy yes. shit but yes. this one did it had, it took a lot it was a slow 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 yes. slow burn yes. <laughs> i agree also like i i did not enjoy and maybe again this is a sign of my fucking stupid mature years but i did not enjoy that he initially was trying to control her clothing right like i actually wish that they had mm. had of just had him suffer like suffer through the outfit, suffer the, but he was like, I can't suffer these. So you must change your clothes. And I was just like, ah, come on. Like, you bit. know, like he, there was a couple things he did. He did I mean, in the beginning I, that were, I was a little bit I like, she, I but, I understand, but I like the, what the result of it. Like I like her doing the, the having the uniform outfit that's driving yeah. him fucking nuts and stuff. I like the result he of did it. have to suffer through it. Yes. You know, yeah. but like the initial bit of it, I was just like, you know, I, I felt. I think it's like that grumpy sunshine bullshit. You know, um, but there was a little bit of. Sure. I was like slightly too grumpy for me. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the beginning, and, in the beginning, and like skip forward a little yes. bit to when they first kiss. So it's like pretty far through the book, and he calls her into his office, and he's like so mean. He's so mean and manipulative and mean. Um, and he says, oh, what does he say? He basically tells I her that he's going to fire oh, her. Or she, he lets her believe it. Yes. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, what would you do for this job? Is the, Are the girls the only things making you stay? And she's like, yeah, I love your kids. Like, they're great. Also, it's like, that's my job, brah. Like, what else am I supposed to say yeah. I'm staying for? Anyways, he finally gets it out of her that she's, like, interested in him. And then after she says, I'm interested in you, he's, like, pushes her all up against the wall and things get exciting. But I was like, that was a real shitty, shitty yeah. way to go about this. Like, he's like, oh, I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable like the last posting. And I was like, you could have just been honest and been like, hey, I want your mm-hmm. body. And I know... So I'm going to walk slowly towards you and I'm going to count to 10. And if you want to leave the room, that's okay. But if I get to you, I'm going to have you. So you better make your choice now. Just you won't be something. fired regardless. Your position yeah. is safe. My kids love you. And now I'm counting. This is why. I'm at eight. And now you better decide because I'm going to come over there and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it could have been this like, like explosion of emotion. Right. This is why they need to hire us to write Bridgerton, like the show. Because, because that last thing was bullshit. Because they didn't have moments like that. Those close up, those those pulling, teasing moments, right? Because I'm with you entirely. Like he could have said to her, and I would fully accept that she would have been hot if he if he had said to her, "I am I am so interested in you, but I understand that I that I am in a position of power above you, and I do not want to put you in an uncomfortable situation." So I. If you leave this room right now, I will never bring this up again. We will pretend like it never happened. But if you stay in this room right now, that ass is mine. I will tap that ass. I will fuck that ass. I will spank that ass. That ass belongs yeah. to me. I'll write my name yeah. on that ass. That's yeah. the energy I yeah. want it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. See, and see, and I would I like I would have done it a little bit different because I would have like I would have fallen back into like the the substance tropes. Like maybe the two of them get a little too drunk. 
and maybe like a little bit like a little more happens and like she like like she takes the power initiative and she instigates it and then she's like i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that and then he takes that as her as the the shoe in the door and then like things get busy so i would have done it that way because like that there's like there's like a build like i just wanted the build up to be less like oh shit he's firing her (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. I agree because it was hard for me to get into it, even though the second it's clear that he's not firing her. Um, he, I mean, like he gives it to her. He like turns her around, pulls her skirt up. Oh, he's like, about to, like, man is on the clit. I was like, this, this motherfucker is going to wreck her. Yeah. I'm into it. They're like in his office. People could walk by. This is a castle. People live in this castle. Also, it's been said many times many times how thin the walls are. It's like, oh, I guess they didn't worry about soundproofing back yes. in the day. And I'm like, <laughs> your shoe nope. just shoved her face into the wall. Turned it up. Also, I also, I take a little mm-hmm. bit of issue yeah. with with his sex, with his with his uh, with his uh, foreplay. I take a little bit of issue. I agree. The first time, the first time that oh, can you guys hear that? There's somebody outside on the wall making really? noises. Good times. Um, the first time that he can we see? Can we say everything we want on this yep. podcast? Yep. Okay. Yep, first, okay. The you first time, the very it. first time that he eats pussy is in like the the epilogue or like like, and that just I was like, bruh. <laughs> So, so I'm with you a hundred percent because like, I always felt like his foreplay was a little bit of rubbing the clit, a little bit, whatever. And then bam, bang, you know, and I, I take very big issue with that. Cause I'm like, all of it is in the foreplay. The sex for me is the, the after the whatever, but the foreplay is the main event. Um, and then also I took issue at the end when he like puts his finger in her butthole because they never talked about that. And you don't put things in the butthole without conversation. I there don't was care. no consent. There, there was, was no, <laughs> nothing. We need conversation beforehand. <laughs> we absolutely do. And we're like, we, we don't know what she had for dinner. Like, sir, you're going to, you don't know what she had for lunch or for breakfast. You need to like, you need to have that conversation. My buddy Ken Lee tells me that there are the three D's of, of anal and it's diet, douching and dilation. Like none of that took place. He put a finger in there. No. Yeah, there's prep work that has to go into that, and my brain can't let go of that one. That one's that one's a very hard one for me. That if there's no prep work, I mad. I immediately assume that finger came out covered in shit. No, right? Yeah, he didn't even. He didn't even like spit no, on her or anything. Like he nothing. Like, he just shoved and it in there. In my- I will say about the fucking thing. So I don't disagree with you guys that the foreplay is not long in this book. However. As someone who likes to go to Pound Town, as you guys are both well aware, I am fine with it as long as that person, like if you're going to Pound Town right away with not a ton of foreplay, then your your Pound Town game better be strong. It better be long. You better be able to like find the clit while you're fucking me. You better be able to like whisper the dirty talk, do all, you know what I mean? I feel like his his fucking game was real strong it was lasting long i feel like i feel like they relied so for me it wasn't as big a deal just because i enjoy a good pounding i I think they relied very heavily on like on the fact that she got so wet and 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 it's constantly spoken of like oh my gosh she's so wet like she's so ready for it so like we kind of bypass what my normal foreplay is like for me the foreplay is also everything's the main event but like yeah actually on this podcast i i realized that I had vaginismus and didn't know it found out live on the air um but like for me I can't just have sex like I can't just penis in 
ne- never. Even if I'm wet, can't penis in. I have to dilate and then mm-hmm. and go, right? Um, so anytime there's like a shoving up against the wall type of thing, I used to never believe it. And so Bridget was like, no, like some people can do that. I always thought everybody had to like, not, I didn't tell you some people, Shawnee. I you, was like, I can get the fucked mo- the moment my yeah. pants get pulled down. And I was down. like, this is, <laughs> this is me. I'm, I'm like this, like, what the hell? Like, I'm floored. Because I'm You're like, like eh, all of everybody. these books are liars. <laughs> yes. I, Shout out to Sarah from Smart Bitches for yeah, helping Shawnee like, discover things about herself. I was like, we can just take that big old penis real quick like that. I don't know. I don't understand. She's like, um, do you have vaginismus? Because we just, like, she's like, I just had a specialist on and I, why well, I went and Googled that, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Listen, that's time. amazing. That is amazing to find that out. Jesus. Like, I was a full, like, 35, 36. I don't remember how old I was at that time. But, but, uh, it's like, yeah, it was like last year so but but you know every, every time i hear a scene where like it's like an instant penetration type of thing i'm always like does that not hurt even just a little bit um but i so the one thing i do like about this book is that so i don't like feeling like someone's gonna accidentally get pregnant i want to know that they are or they're not right so like there's a certain point where she says, like, my belly's getting a little fat because I ate too much bread. And I was like, are they, are they just, like, revving this up to be like, I'm secretly pregnant. I, I didn't, I, like, didn't like that line. No, she, they had the conversation they had, yeah, before no, no. they had sex the first time. Yeah, so they had the conversation, but I've had books where oh. they're on birth control, but they get pregnant anyway. So when she said, like, oh. I have a pudgy belly, because I was like, oh, hell, is she about to, you know. Um, but I do like when he was like, I want you to have my baby. And then I was like, I like that. I like when the yeah. people say that. That shit gets me. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm gonna put a baby in you. Let's practice that shit. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> but, but I don't like if it's just like ambiguous. I don't like the ambiguous, you know, like, especially because it's been used so much on every book that I've read since I was like 13, you know? So yeah. like, I like accidental when, pregnancy. Yeah, I like when they just say, I'm gonna put a baby in you and your cum's gonna be dripping out of me. Like, like I'll be like, yes. Yes, daddy. Okay. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I like when they're like, I'm going to put a baby in you. And then they immediately put your finger in my butt. Like, that's not like, <laughs> I love it because in my, that's not how yeah, in my are, mind, man. she's like, he puts his finger in her butt and he's like, Ooh, should we try something new? And she, and in my mind, I'm hearing my voice when she says, that's not really how babies are made. Oh, really? like, <laughs> that's how I hear it. her just being like, absolutely not. Like, you have a big dick i I agree with you because it it makes me that scene made me feel like back to when i was like i don't know 19 or 20 right where i didn't quite know what was going on so when someone was like oh we should just jump into doing this thing you're like oh well yeah i guess i'll try it and you're not really into it you're just like and then afterwards you're like nope that's not a thing i want to repeat that's what that feels like you guys I don't know what kind of energy I put off in bed. Probably the best kind, but I have never once in my whole life had anyone put anything in or around my butt except for the one time that I specifically asked someone to come over from Tinder because I wanted to try it. That's the only time. And I don't, cause like, like I know for sure, like you said, Johnny, people are like, oh, we could just try it. I don't know what it is about me, but no one has ever said, oh, we could just try it. No one has ever been like, or what we could do is. Are you, are you questioning, uh, are you currently questioning whether or not you have a attractive anus? Is that, we're like, what's going on that nobody's trying to No, I'm just saying like, 
You want to know? <laughs> no, I'm more saying like, I know it happens all the time, but I feel like I, I think my face, <laughs> they like, no, that's like, I would be like, nah, bitch, it comes from me or it comes from Wait, from. wait, wait, I have something. Okay, so I, 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 wait, that's not true. When I had my threesome and we were in South America, they did ask but also like having anal sex in South America is a, is a much like in Argentina is a much more common thing. I think from what these Argentinians like, said, oh, but <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I have a perfectly good vagina and mouth. I don't, they're like, no, it's a normal thing in Argentina. No, Let me just put it in your butt. And you're like, oh, well, if it's a normal thing, I was way too old when I found out that like, I did not know you could see someone's butthole when you're doing doggy style. Like, I didn't know the... <laughs> oh my God, I was peeing in my pants, Shawnee. I was peeing in my pants right then. <laughs> I learned that on a TikTok. This chick was like, when you're doing doggy, they're staring at your butthole. And I was like, like, what? I learned because I, I don't know what I did. It was with my current partner. And this was like a couple years, maybe two years ago now. But I... I said something, you know, about him not like not knowing my butthole looks like. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I know exactly. He's like, "I could describe your butthole right now." I said, "What? What, what do you? What do you mean?" He's like, he, he was like, "Yeah, did you not know that I am constantly staring at your butthole when I fucking you from behind?" I said, "Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus!" <laughs> yeah, I like that's terrifying to me because I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what it looks like. Is she weak? And you and as like right, like as somebody who likes it from behind a lot, I'm like, there, there's been so so, yeah. we, so there's life, people out there who know what my butthole looks like more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> my life Unacceptable, is guys. That's right. I thought my booty was so big that it just Discovered up all that, but apparently, <laughs> well, they gotta spread the booty. Apparently, then close it back up. Squish the top. My butthole's been, my butthole's been winking. It's been talking. Is I don't know what it's doing back there. I don't trust it. But I was definitely way too old when I found out that that he had way more intimate like relationship with my butthole than yep. I did. And then I'm like, what, like, what is oh going God, on down there? Like, do it, like, I don't wax often. Like, I don't get the Brazilian often. I like, I'm, I'm Mexican. Like, what, what's I, going on back I'm there? Not, I'm not putting hot wax on my oh, bridge. You gotta try it one time. You gotta that try it. It's terrible. I, I've only ever waxed the one time, which you know, Bridget, where I went in, she put one strip, ripped it. I said, no, thank you. And she's like, man, I got to get this one last strip off. And I was like, okay. Um, but then after that, I'm done. And then she ripped it off and I went home with half of a bikini wax and never, ever went back. <laughs> she didn't even charge me because she was like, she was like you can't handle this. I will say, I will say I recently had my eyebrows waxed for the first time in like 10 years. Cause I'm just don't have very much facial hair. And there was an incident in Turkey with threading and a miscommunication of a translation. And then my eyebrows got thin. And so there's no need to ever wax. So anyways, and I feel like the wax is not as painful as it was like 15 years. You've also ago undergone childbirth. Like your pain receptors are like, listen, nothing compares <laughs> like yeah. well and nothing also, compares but that doesn't mean it doesn't but also like, they might have done i don't know i just feel it'd be like for, ah, for anybody for anybody that's listening that is thinking about it if you smoke weed 
Like get a little high beforehand. You don't feel a thing. It's amazing. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. That's actually it's a really great good idea. idea. I, I do it every I, time. I gave up that journey a long time ago. I decided I had tried Nair. I had tried shaving. I had tried uh, waxing and all were just not fun Nair, I had an allergic reaction to. So having your vagina mm. be on fire for a week, fun times. After I decided after that waxing session, Ew. I said, I'm going to be a trimmer from now on. Mm-hmm. And whoever doesn't like the hair down That's there, they can fuck okay. off. And I've never, I've never had someone say, "Oh, I don't want to fuck with you because you got a bush down there." Um, oh, you know what? I draw the line. Nobody. They put their face in the bush and they look for fucking pigeons. I don't care. They love that shit. <laughs> Listen, bush is back. Bush is back. I, I, I ended up getting laser, so I've got, I got some, some areas laser, but I, I left a Dorito because I don't want to. Ever be bald down there? A Dorito, Dorito, Dorito chip. chip. So, like, you know, you want to eat a Dorito? You guys want to eat a Dorito? Like, go yeah. go and get it. But like, yeah. no, I. Like, you want a snack? Who wants a snack? Who wants some Cool Ranch? That would be awful. Can you imagine they had like lube that's like Cool Ranch? Actually, is that awful? Oh, I love Hang cool on. Ranch. I love Loka. I like Cool Ranch. I love Dorito. I claim to my claim to fame. I say is that I got. Cool Ranch, like I got the Doritos company to put more Cool Ranch on the Cool Ranch because I wrote them for like a solid three months that they don't put enough seasoning on the Cool Ranch. <laughs> and now they're like coated. And now they're coated like like they're like even more Cool Ranch. And I I I feel like I I did that shit. Yeah. But be- I'm allergic to corn oh, chips, yeah. but I love fucking Cool Ranch Doritos. So I just take them and I suck them, <laughs> throw them away. <laughs> Wait, I feel like there's somebody out there that makes like a not corn chip corn chip and we can we can figure out how to get the seasoning. I would I would would like to. But but the worst part about this is I've been doing this since I was a child because my mom, I was always super restricted and stuff. So uh, one day I did that. I was sucking the stuff off, putting them back in the bag. Mind you, it's my bag. When I came back, my cousin had eaten my entire bag. No! I call them preeled. I call them preeled chips, like pre-licked chips. She was like, I was wondering why they didn't taste, why I didn't have no seasoning. <laughs> like, oh my God. Okay, let's get back to the book. So I do want to say <laughs> really quickly, I'm not going to segue at all. You guys, I'm just going to hard cut us back sorry, to okay. the book. I do want to say that I, the reason I also feel like there were too many things was like the fact that he's a king and she's a nanny and she's not even Danish is enough of a hurdle for a relationship right. she doesn't know the like yeah. that's plenty that's yeah. a plenty to get the public to accept her the other advisors to accept her like all of that is already i agree because hard, look, at, look at harry and megan man they don't they're the two most boringest people in the world and they always in the headline they don't they don't do nothing megan is like she's like a, a chip with no sauce on it okay and they, <laughs> seem, they seem to find juice on her all the time i'm like what? she does good work she she's she a charitable individual but no, i get like, what you're saying they're like her daddy is crazy like they literally have to pull other people in to yeah. make her look bad and you've not even seen anything yeah. about her mom because that lady don't do nothing so like I feel her like mom's I like a saint. Yeah, I agree with you. They couldn't even put her in the tabloid and they can make up shit about anything. Like, I agree with you, Bridget. Just the fact that we we're used to if the, someone's a commoner and someone has a regular type of job, they're not in the limelight, that's enough of a of a hurdle, you know, to do whatever. And also she could have they could have had a faux pas. They could have come out and been like, he's like, I'm really interested in her, but she does something so anti-Danish and in, in out in public because she don't know nothing about the custom. You know, I don't right. know. There was, yeah. there was other stuff I feel like okay. they could have 
used for for that but also we've got we've got the yeah. huge secret like there there's a way to make the huge secret the secret because her coming in with like i i got put in jail for a couple of days because some dude that i was associated with ended up killing a guy like that like left field but also unnecessary like get like i am here for a spicy novel fuck more fuck more <laughs> say less say less fuck more that's the name of my book one day and i also wanted because they make because there's whenever there's children involved the romance also has to have a good wholesome element for me because she is going to be the mother of these children eventually in in this scenario so like i wanted so when they went to the amusement park the first time uh, well the only time but they went to the amusement park and the older daughter gets starts to get upset because her and the younger daughter can't ride the rides together because they're too small but she can only go with one kid at a time and you know it's just like you know she's a little kid and she's upset and she's like well last time we were here mom and dad were both here so they could take each of us and i could ride more rides and also like she misses her mom etc and she has a tantrum a child tantrum she's really young too i think she's like what like seven yeah like seven and four or something like that like they're young and so she has a tantrum she like shouts at everyone i'm a princess let me through and she's like you can't do this it is not okay you cannot just tell people to do whatever you want and she like shouts at everyone recording like you better back the fuck off like there's still little girls who lost their mom i will sue you (laughs) just kind of like freaks out takes the girls away he gets all mad and she explains and he is like okay like I should have warned you. I should have known. I should have come with you or whatever. But then there's no, like, he doesn't come with them. The only time they go anywhere is they go to Legoland when everything is completely locked down. And then they go on that like private Island. But I wanted him to like, after that, to join into more of their excursions. I wanted some of that, like they're in public, they're trying not to flirt, but they're falling in love and they're staring at each other across the carousel or they're eating candy at apples and they're smiling or they're like playing footsie. Like I wanted there to be more a danger of someone finding out because that's what's what's with a taboo romance if there's no threat of danger. And then I wanted there to be more cuteness of like wholesomeness of them with the kids because they're only with the kids in the palace and I feel like that was a for me it was a missed opportunity of like hit me with that smash cut montage of like him now becoming a better dad and joining in more things and like coming back to life as a dad and then also as like uh being I agree because I feel like there was a lot of exposition of him being like she is the sun Mm -hmm. she is my world she is and I'm like but I haven't like you haven't shown me that we haven't gone into scenes where you showed me that and it was just like like what I think they could have they could have added had they not had her secret and like a couple of other things or like the butler and all that nonsense they could have added they um the author uh could have added like story like if we're if we're if we're balls deep in plot which we are from the beginning then let's like let's flesh out that plot so that it's not just him talking to me as the reader being like i hope she loves me because i i love her more than anything in the world and i'm like oh how many months have gone by like yeah that was my experience i wait hold on johnny i want to tell this story because it's so good <laughs> Uh, you guys that how many months you've gone by is julie to a t when i went on my second first date with my husband would you guys probably have heard the story on the podcast before if you're a listener um so i showed julie the text. i was like julie stop working she's like i have a lot to do and i showed her the text message she's like let's get coffee so we went and got a coffee and she's like well how do you feel and i was like i really like him he's my best friend blah 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 
And she's like, he wants to yeah. marry you. I, I like and still I stopped. Like, I was like, where? Bridget, he's gonna marry you. And I was like, are you down? Like, this is a text from somebody who wants to marry you. And if for, like, for me, they'd only been yeah. like, you've been friends for like, like what, six months? So you've been six friends months. for six months. You haven't even started yeah. dating. And I was like, for me as a, like, like, it takes me a long time to get to like, oh, are we even claiming to be boyfriend and girlfriend? Um, and so for Bridget, like, it's like, I was like, this is fast. This is moving too fast for me. <laughs> and then when he proposed, I was like, Leo, God damn it, this is expedited. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, like when in this book, when he's like, I love her more than anything in the world. Like she's the, 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 there's a quote where he basically, he kind of puts her above his kids. He's like, now I've got the most important thing. Yes. I could lose her. And I was like, all right let's go let's go we're in it right. well clearly he hasn't been a great dad I, uh, in the I, last two years I, so, so i agree with the whole sentiment of like um when there are kids involved i i don't like kids to be too involved in my romance novels i'm not gonna lie even if they exist like i don't want a bunch of scenes with the kids just like i'm like see not heard but I do think that one really nice scene of them as a family would have been like enough for me to be like, okay, cool. Like it's, they're coming together. He's coming alive, you know, whatever. Um, would it be, would it be cool. I I've discovered, I discovered in like the, a couple of last books we read, uh, Julie, that I just don't, I just don't care. Like, even if it's like a, a single dad or the, you know, whatever the widow for the widow, widow for Christmas or whatever, I don't care about the kids. I, like it's cool to know that they're it's cool to know that they're there it's cool to know that the other person digs the kids but yeah. I don't actually need a bunch of these scenes with the kids because for some reason when adults are yeah. writing children it feels super inauthentic to me they're like oh kids aren't they so quirky and say some of the randomest things and then like the writing feels really odd that's um, a fair point that's a very fair point I had thought about that yeah. but so yeah. then I I just rather I'm like rather you not like oh oh you have two kids that's great oh he he took them to the park great I don't need the scene at the park I don't I don't yeah. need the whatever um, they could have just changed the scene like when he sees them playing in the snow in the courtyard and he sees them from afar and then he goes down like that was the moment he should have yeah. played with them and threw snowballs yeah. and made a yeah. snowman instead he like shout like kind of gets in another argument with her so, like okay. So, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he was judging her, like he was judging her and not in like a hot, sexy, like controlling fun way, but in a like, like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm never, ever asking you your intentions before yeah. I yell at you. I, but also like, so there was another element. So the fact that he was uninvolved with the kids uh, to the extent that he was, it actually didn't make me feel good about when he was like, I want to put a baby in you. Like I like the phrase for the sexiness of it, but yep. I didn't like, I didn't like the phrase and the fact that like, you're not even present for the children you have. Are you creating an, are you creating a yeah. new family? Like yeah. it felt like he was like, these kids are tainted by their old mother. I want to start new. A new you. one. I and thought the same thing. That didn't feel good for me. Like, and or whatever. Since we're talking about a spicy book, like there were, there were moments that definitely pulled me out of the spice of it. And that was one of them where I was like, well, wouldn't he be more attractive if he was already involved with the kids and like, he just needed help. And like, maybe they like, like they had the rift about vegetarianism because he's like, no, like I'm trying to do this thing because I'm working with my kids. Cause I'll give them anything that they want except for my presence at dinner. Like that was, the, that was the thing for me. Like it pulled me out of, uh, of, of liking him. 
And and then when he was like, yeah, I'm gonna pump a baby in. <laughs> like, you, I was I've like, I've met a lot of I've met a lot of parents in my life, and I have never found a parent who is not good at parenting attractive. When they're with their kids and I'm with them and their kids, I mean, separately, yeah. sure, whatever. Like, I don't know what you're like with your kids, but if I watch you parent or I watch you like not go to dinner and neglect your children, I'm like, oh, you're right. Just, <laughs> that's not yeah. really If you neglect your kids, like, we're not uh, friends. Thank you. So, but, yeah. And I think like it comes down to that core thing, right? So, like, um, if by the end of the book, not, not enough relationship has been built for me to believe that this is not just a lust based relationship then I do not believe that the marriage or whatever happens at the end will last. So right. like for me, they, there wasn't enough that they had in common that they liked to do together other than fucking, they were fighting yeah. or fucking. And so like, th- to me, there's no road there. There's like, I don't know. It's just like, it's one of the books where I say they get mm-hmm. divorced in six months because there there's yeah. nothing he, else holding them together. Would, to take it back to the Christmas uh, situation, when he gives her that vase, I was gonna say he didn't even decorate like, the he tree. He doesn't decorate the tree, but he gets her a three hundred and fifty thousand euro and not even antique, ancient vase based off of some cursory yeah. information that we are privy to. Like, oh, she she enjoys talking about Greek mythology. I didn't realize that she was so into Greek mythology that she would have wanted a 350,000 euro uh, ancient vase. And so when he's like, be very careful with it. And it's like this whole thing. I was like, why is, does she like vases? Does she like flowers? When did that happen? It could have been like, she could have taken that as a payment and she could have stopped nanning for life. Like you, you could have gotten her a five hundred dollar vase or euro vase, and she would have been like it could have been thirty euros, and she yeah, would have been happy. Cool. It could have yeah. been a replica. Three hundred fifty thousand euros. Give her a, a goddamn miniature, bonus. A like, miniature statue of David made out of cheese. You could have bought her a Bro, fucking I told, home. I told, I told my partner. So I told my partner like when we first met, he was like, "What's like the gift I can give you? Like flowers?" Because he's like, "You know, you don't like if I give you flowers. So what's the gift?" And I said, "Cash." Just hand me cash. And yep. at, any mo- at any moment, hand me $20. You will never see a happier Shawnee <laughs> than just hand me $20, $100. Get creative. I don't care. Hand me cash. Yeah, 350,000 <laughs> euros is 350,000 American dollars yeah. based upon my my immediate research on Google just now on my hand yeah. computer. That's, that's a home. That's a, that's home, a home, sir. That's, that, is yeah. a, that is a modest yeah. uh, one also, bedroom, one bath in Los Angeles. I, I lived... Listen, and, and if you're in the Midwest, Julie, you could live down the block from me. There is a four bedroom, two bath for three hundred fifty thousand dollars block from oh, me. I'm just Jesus saying, it has a large yard. Don't Spence you tell me that shit. Also, like I, re- I, I, I will tell you. I remember in college, I was living with this couple, and they were they they had taken over the house of their uncle, who was a famous artist in Miami, and it was my birthday. Somebody gave me a big thing of flowers, and she's like, "Oh, I have a vase for you." Um, you know, let's put it in there. So she gets the vase down off the shelf, puts the flowers in really nice and hands it to me. She's like, go put this in your room. It's going to be great. Just be, be careful. Don't break it. It's a million dollar vase. I said, what? Ma'am, ma'am, take this vase. Yeah. Put it, take it out ma'am, of my hands. <laughs> also, what, like, what are you going to do with this incredibly expensive vase? Are you going to put it in your nanny room? Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? I need an Ikea, I need an Ikea vase that I could drop. 
I would pawn. I would pawn that shit so fast. I'd be like, you know what? I'm only work here a year, and then I'm gonna yeah. pawn this shit, and then I'm gonna live yeah. easy breezy. Like, cool. Thank you so much easy for the present, today. sir. How much could you like? Could just give me the cash, literally, Shawnee. I'm with you. Just give me yeah. the cash. Yeah. What are yep. you thinking? I am poor. All right, yeah. you guys, just give me the cash. We are gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna do our ratings. I, metal, metal Yay. wants metal starting to talk about proposing and stuff, and I said, look, if you're not proposing with the car that i don't want no ring i want a car nobody needs a ring nobody needs a ring you can go to the store and get me like a a, a rubber band a rubber, there you go. i'll take a dollar <laughs> store ring for sure bring the car yeah get me something that is useful <laughs> or go to the antique store and get something crazy Juliet said you are mm-hmm. our guest why don't you tell us what your rating for aurora is one out of five peach booties no half stars, as you know, it's a listener. Okay, cool. Uh, based on the scale of one to five, I would give this, I would give this a solid three. Not the whole book, just Aurora. Just Aurora. <laughs> I would give, I would give Aurora a three. <laughs> there were, there were moments where I was like, what are we doing, girl? Like, get your life, get, make, make better choices. Like, figure some shit out. <laughs> understand understand your world and the role that you embody in it like or you get a three <laughs> i also yeah, gave her a three, I also gave her a three for, all, for the same reasons <laughs> i'm like listen but yeah. also like she yeah. didn't make any demands in the bedroom which Dear i was like romance I need besties, to, like, tell if you want to support the show head over to patreon.com like, to check out our awesome perks including stickers watch it all your knees get your mouth on this and you can even be on the show yeah, Can't yeah. be a patron. And yeah. also, also like, there's a point where she where she's giving them a blowjob and, and like stops her or whatever. And they have like one or second. Or you can leave a review like, for the show on Apple Podcasts. Like, yeah, we'll screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. All right, how about King Axel of Denmark? One out of five eggplants. You know, I'm going to, I feel like I got to give him a three. Like, I think, I think uh, the, the, the possibilities were there, but this guy didn't put his mouth, at least I didn't know that he put his mouth on her pussy until, until after he had proposed. Like, like, I feel like that should have been the first thing that you did, sir. Sir, the first thing that you did with that woman should not have been to put her on her knees or shove her face up against a wall. It should have been to get down and worship some pussy. So you get a three out of five. He should have put his mouth where he put his money, you know, saying it's... Hey, <laughs> like it uh, I also gave him a three. Um, like, I just, I mean, I like to read banging. So I was like, cool for the banging, but it was the flash, the that fast flash type of type of banging. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more foreplay. I just wish there was, I, I wish there was more dirty talk. I wish there was more like because because all the sex stuff happened so late in the book, I felt like there was plenty of time for them to give me the tension and build up of that dirty, nasty, like, is this will they, won't they, what's the and I didn't even feel like the will they won't they until much later in in the book. And I yeah. wish I wish that I had gotten looks like all the time. I wish I, I had gotten looks where like he saw her do something like lift her skirt up in a weird way and he's like, is she? And like, is she flirting with me? Like, and she's like, is he flirting with me? Like, I wish there was at least that. I wish there was more like flashbacks, like of him, like, like having flashbacks while like jacking off and being like, 
I can't stop thinking about her and like having those moments. Like I want, I wanted those moments. Yeah. I honestly think I might give him a two only because, and and I don't give twos all that often. She she doesn't. I mean, I agree. He could be a three, but I really didn't like the fact that he like always, always assumed the worst immediately. Everything she did at the amusement park immediately starts berating her as opposed to like being like, oh my God, what happened to my own children? That could be so bad that he shouted at these people like, and, and like, I obviously, he lost an entire point for the like fake firing. Just, oh, just yeah, out of there. Just done, done, sir. <laughs> point, point gone forever. I didn't, um, I didn't really care as much as you guys did about the foreplay, but I didn't like Yeah, we the, get that bridge. Like at the end, she says like, oh, it could never work between, like yeah. when they're on the thing, she's like, it could never work between us. Like you're a king and I'm a nanny. And he's like, I want you to like, you know, like be my boo, basically is what he's saying. Like, I want to put a baby in you. And she's like, yeah, cool. But it could like never work. Cause you're a King. And he's like, well, I want you to be my queen. Wasn't that obvious. And she's like, you didn't propose. And he I was like, know. yeah, he didn't, he didn't yeah. explain. What do you mean? Put a baby in me. Am I going to be like some side little, like, I mean, you're royalty. Am I going to be some weird side piece who like raises your baby, but no one knows it's yours. Like, what are we doing here, bro? And, and then he pulls a 180. I did feel like he pulls a 180 because then he's like, okay, everything's going to be great. Watch. And then they do the press conference and all of a sudden he's like, and then he proposes in public, which I was like rude. Cause you, he's like, I know this will embarrass you. And I was like, like, why are you doing it? Like it would again, like if you're going to incorporate the children so much, which they were in the book a lot with her, then the engagement needs to be with him and his children and the pig. (laughs) <laughs> and the pig runs over with the ring and yep. the kids propose with him and it needs to be yeah. with them otherwise like why do we care that the press is watching like i didn't like that at all so he got two stars he made too many dumb decisions okay so <laughs> and yes he was banging her and giving her orgasms but every hero from a romance novel bangs someone and gives them orgasms you need to you know be better you know i felt like i just i think what would be me. really refreshing you need what to be better really refreshing is if you bang them and you don't give them an orgasm and then you gotta work together you work that like, shit back up. yep yeah also yes also yes. as a psa because i i had this i have this conversation with my partner like uh every so often it's about proposals right <laughs> so I've learned a long time ago that you can tell how long a marriage is going to last by the two things, the proposal and if they have a sand ceremony, right? So a sand ceremony? What's a, a sand, sand ceremony? Oh, where they, they pour they their eat. own sand yeah, together? Yeah, sand together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And let us be connected and we cannot, we, can never, have, be, yeah. we can never be separated again, right? Okay, right. So is that going to last? One, the proposal. If the proposal is not a proposal that you wanted, then that person does not know you enough to be marrying you just hands down. So if you don't like a public proposal and they give you a public proposal, absolutely not that don't marry that person because that you're going to be divorced. Um, and then to the sand ceremony, the very fact that you have a sand ceremony, like we're connected forever. That's all. That's <laughs> right there. Red flag. red flag. Sand ceremony. All of you dear listeners who had a sand ceremony. It's a red, it's a red flag. flag. It's Shame a red on flag. you. <laughs> okay. 
And I was actually waiting for this one last couple that I saw do a sand ceremony to see what happened with them. But they just recently announced they're getting divorced after a year and a half. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have this really like uh, um, a mean thing I say is like, if you have a sand ceremony, you must separate every grain of sand before you get divorced. Oh, shit. (laughs) For making me watch that bullshit. But anyways, so, so, um, but I found that how couples also do the sand ceremony tells me a lot about them, right? So like I went to my best friend from childhood wedding and her husband was this domineering guy. I did not like him at all. I, I was just like, I don't know why you're marrying him, but whatever. Um, when they did the sand ceremony, she started pouring her sand in very slowly, like you should do. So they mix well, he dumped all his in. So at the end, what it looked like was a big chunk of blue and these tiny little specks of pink or whatever. Yep. And I was like, that is a great representation of how this marriage is going to go like that, Ooh. that, that right there. Um, or whatever. That's so I, I just think that some of these things that I've just observed over the years, I think have been like very, I'm like, yo, but it's always proven to be true. I have not gone to any ceremony where there is a sand ceremony where those that couple is still together. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta remember who I've seen have a sand ceremony because I have been a bridesmaid nine, nine times, maybe 10 times. Damn. I feel like there's been a couple sand ceremonies in there. I gotta check that shit out. You gotta be, you gotta go check it out. And the last ones I was actually, the last couple that did it, they did it where uh, he, they, they are makers. So they'd ground up like fucking diamond and some other materials. It wasn't diamond, but, and they poured it together, but those materials actually wouldn't mix. And they got stuck in the fu- in the funnel. So oh, I, I was curious how it was going to work out because they actually worked really well together to make it go down. Like they just stopped and had a teamwork moment. So I was like, "Ooh, this is this is interesting." This could prove me wrong, yeah. This you know, really are they going to prove me wrong? But they did it. They just announced their their separation. So I was like, "Ah, no, gotcha. You got <laughs> it in the end, Juliet." I would like to say you're welcome for not being. Thank anywhere. you, Bridget. Oh God, you've been. It in- was such a delightful wedding because I didn't have to be in it. I, I would have been. I would have happily been in it because I do love. I, I love being a bridesmaid and a groomsmaid, groomswoman. I listen. Um, I tell people, if you love me, don't make me be in the wedding. And I know that you love me, Juliet, but I, you're welcome. Cause I, the first thing Juliet said when she was like, well, I think you maybe already knew Leo's going to propose, but the first thing you said was, yeah, do I have to be the wedding? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> I would have been, but I'm glad. Because we ended up having a very good time. I know. Not having to be in the wedding. Yes. That was a great Okay. What do you give the overall, overall wedding. book? Overall book is like it's a three. It's a it's a barely three for me because they're like I like I needed more spice. I needed less exposition. I needed the story to be a little bit more cohesive. And like if you're gonna give me that much plot, you gotta give me like a solid, like just a solid layout. So I feel like this one is like, yeah. What do you think, Bridge? Uh, I agree with that. I was like two, three in there somewhere, but I don't know. I think, I think maybe a three. I don't know. I didn't like him, but I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her at all. And I didn't like, I didn't hate this like side characters and stuff. Sometimes I thought the kids were fine. I thought the pig was funny. I'll give it a three. Um, I'm in the same boat with you guys where like, cause we don't do half stars. Uh, I kind of want to give it a two. No, I do not. Um, but I think it's a solid potato chip read, right? So like, if you're just want a, a, like some vapid to consume and, and jack off to like, <laughs> like sure. Uh, yeah. so, I'll, so I'll give it a three. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, you know, what's funny is I did not hate the, <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't hate hate the writing style. So I could see where a different book would have been very good. Because um, there was definitely like elements. I just think it didn't. I think there was too much plot. There's too much shit going on that got in the way of the romance. Um, but I could see reading a different one of her books and it being like really good. Because I feel like once they were having sex, like those scenes were written well and were steamy, except for like maybe the pooper. We don't know. Um, and I liked, I thought her scenes with like the kids and with like, I, I thought there was definitely like, I didn't like read any of the sentences and go like, oh, this is a piece of shit. Right. I hate this writing. I just felt like the like yeah. plot and story. I mean, don't get me wrong. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I do. I love a good, I love a good anal sex scene. I love a, like, I like you do it right. You do it right. It's like, oh, so I'm not knocking that because I know that there's a lot of people who are like, but I love anal. I know. And I'm like, I get you. Like, that's, that's fine. But but I, yeah. I agree with you. I feel like this was like a second pass. And I feel like given, giving it another couple of go rounds and it could have been. As I, that's what, like, so, like for me, they're like the editor, like who, who edited it? Was, like, I don't feel like there was a solid edit, editing situation that happened in this because I feel like notes. some more notes on this would have been good. It feels like this book for me feels like a, like a new author, like a, like one of their one through three books right? Like it's their first, second, or third. Um, so your point, Bridget, where I don't feel like the writing, like, I feel like the writing has room for growth and that this author can really, could probably really kill it with just like a tighter editor, um, and a little more practice. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to read the first book and then the third book because I haven't read either of those, um, to see if like the first book was like something that was such like a precious, thing that like she took like a lot more time with it maybe this one was like a blast through and maybe the third book is like more balanced more balanced because i had the same experience with the warlock uh once forever series where i was like this is a good book this one not so much this is a good book this one not so much okay see (laughs) also i'm so excited that you read it i don't know how many books in that series that you that you like how far you went down oh i got all the way i'm i'm good i'm done, done. i yeah okay because lafayre is my favorite book um, oh i do love lafayre but I, I love no go ahead and i'll remember i love it. the character of lafayre he's in all the books you know obviously down and he's like the one you love to hate um but i love like i read the series now just to get to lafayre's book like that's just <laughs> i'm just how many more books do i get to lafayre um but i wholly agree with you um, I was just telling Bridget, like the books for me now, when I read them, feel a little redundant um, mm-hmm. now that I'm a more seasoned reader. Um, so they're a little harder to get through, um, but I still love a rage beast. So like it, but it's very much like that. Like each book almost feels like a setup for the next one. So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite in the series was uh, Dark Sky. I love Dark Sky. Who's, I thought that they're like, who's the character? The characters in Dark Sky are, wait for it. Uh, Melanthe and um, the dude is like he's the one with the broken wings. What's his name? What is his name? Wait for it. I don't even know what number that is. Thronos. Thronos and Melanthe. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Where they like go to like a different realm and like yeah. yeah, and he's all broken because he like betrayed her when he was a kid and like it's a whole thing. Like I love that fucking story because they're push and pull and yeah, it's yeah. Re- it's real good. We should revisit, guys- we should we should revisit that one, Bridget. We should revisit some of the have, have you guys done any Heather Graham's uh uh historical romances? No, but we well we Golden no. Surrender. I gotta go back and see if it actually holds up in twenty twenty two, but Golden Surrender used to be like my favorite. But it's a lot of like 
forced marriage, a little bit of that shit. So I'm like, that's why I got to go back and be like, is it good? Or was I just disturbed? I don't mind it. I don't mind that. In, but that's, a, that's I Maybe like both. that though, because in contemporary, I don't like that shit at all. I'm like, no, absolutely yeah. not talk, toxic. But when it's no. a historical, because it was of the time, I can accept it and go on the right. And that's yeah. what I like about that. Does shit. it make it right? No. Does it make it no. hot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the dad. Yeah. Especially when it's a Nordic <laughs> fucking Viking king thing. And I'm like, yeah. Say less, Julie. Say less. Say less. Fuck more. Kidnap. Kidnap. <laughs> well, Julia, this has been a goddamn delight as always. I love you so much. Thank, thank you for thank coming you, and you. hanging out with us. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Happy birthday. For four 29. years old? 34 years old. 35. Yeah. What am I turning? I think I'm turning oh, 34. Oh, all right you guys until next time may your books be your lover and your hand your best friend thanks for hanging in with us romance readers head over to instagram to continue chatting with us we're super friendly we want to cackle with you we want to know what your favorite sex scene was and we need more book recommendations if you want to read along with us go to our website romanceataglance.com to see what we're reading next And we'll see you next podcast.